Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is episode 116. My name is Jay, and I'm here with my co-hostess, with the mostest, as always, Lita Herman. Come on down. (laughs) Thank you, Jay. Hello, Inspired Actioneers. Wow, it's 2024, Jay. Wow. We're moving into the Chinese uh, year of the wood dragon. Yes. So it's about change coming all over the world. Change is in the air. I don't think any of us really know what's coming our way. But remember, no good, no bad, only good. Speaking of good. Well, talk about no good or no bad for a second. So for sure. those of you who've been studying with us for a while... That's stage five of alchemy for alchemists out there, where you really can look at the world as no good or no bad, which is a very difficult thing to do. Only good, I like to say. We'll have to do a podcast on it sometime. Sure, but that is not going to be today's podcast. But <laughs> right. I was kind of curious. I'm wide open here. What do you want to talk about today? Like maybe music, movies, politics? binging on Netflix, anything. Take Pick one. <laughs> well, how about we revisit an old favorite of the podcast, the five elements, like an overview perspective. Wow. How did I not guess you were going to pick alchemy or five elements or <laughs> the ghost points? Okay. Yes. Five elements is fantastic. You know, I can always dive right into a five element conversation, podcast, whatever you want. And, you know, I fundamentally do believe this podcast is the foundation is built on the five elements of Chinese medicine. You know, we like to understand them. We like to find practical uses for them. And we like to basically figure out how to grow and transform through a deeper understanding of the five elements. So you know what? Good choice, Lita. Five elements. That's totally. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, that's it. So that's really one of the key theories we're working from. And for some people, it's going to take some time to really grasp an understanding of the five elements. How can you become aware of your own energetic nature through the five elements of Chinese philosophy? So the five elements are this amazing tool that once you start to understand, it will help you understand why you do things or don't do things, but from an energetic perspective. Why do I feel like this is going to be a long podcast today? (laughs) I mean, because like, what does that mean, an energetic perspective? Let let me and the listeners know what you really mean about that, Lita. (laughs) Okay. The Chinese philosophy is that every living being on the planet has an energetic nature. It's a temperament that they're born with. And this energetic makeup has innate qualities. For example... You know, do you naturally move fast most of the time or do you move slow? That's a really basic, you know, differential we can look at. Like you could, do you tend to laugh all the time, even at socially inappropriate or podcast inappropriate times? No, (laughs) (laughs) like that. Okay. (laughs) Or are you really a serious person or maybe you've even been or become a bit cynical or do you even get frustrated, Ah, you know, very easily? Like these are all examples of the different types of energetic temperaments that we call the five elements. Remember, no good, no bad, only good, which is an alchemy. Yeah. And over the past five years on this podcast, we've talked so much about the five elements. But what many of you may or may not realize is Jay and I are super focused on the five elements. I don't really want to say obsessed. But? (laughs) Well, we are all about the five elements. We live 
breathe and walk and talk the five elements every day. Yeah, we probably drive many people around us crazy. <laughs> yes, most definitely. So for this episode, we really want to build on our first episodes in this podcast where we introduced you all to the five elements. And we've come to realize actually, when we're looking back at those initial episodes, that we've grown so much in our understanding of the five elements in these past five years because of your help, the listeners, because you asked us questions, you challenged us to dive deeper, to ask ourselves, what more can we understand? What are the deeper nuances that we all need to know? Wow, that sounds so good and so deep. So today, how about this? You know, what we have observed, and as we continue to ask better questions, right? So how about today, what we talk about the amazing realizations that we found And maybe we can just dive deeper into the five elements that I think all of you, whether you're new to these topics or have been studying them for a while, would love the idea that we go even deeper. Let's go even deeper. But wait, before we go any deeper. Okay. Let's talk about what's going on in the Alchemy Learning Center. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we want to give you a good framework. We've got some fun events coming up at the Alchemy Learning Center. We've got some live learning events. In fact, we just had one. And I think you'll all be interested in about some of the more interesting aspects of Chinese medicine that we all need to know. You know, that many acupuncture schools maybe don't emphasize or teach much. So these events are being recorded and are going to be available in the Alchemy Learning Center going forward. So you can check those out at the alchemylearningcenter.com. Sure, that was more on practitioner things that you just did with energy flow. Yeah. We're also planning stages of an exciting new event. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Ghost Point Study Group for practitioners. We also might have a five element study group. We have a lot of good things on the horizon for 2024. Remember, the wood dragon change. Yes. Getting get done. Whoops, getting bleep done. <laughs> um, I think the idea behind these groups is that we take a topic and we do a series of live learning events so we can go deeper. We can ask better questions. We can start doing that in 2024. So if you're interested, drop us an email at lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com, and we'll put you on our list of interested folks who might want to join. Yes, and that's either for ghost points or five elements or maybe even an alchemy. We're not sure. We're going to, we're like putting in the final details now. And we're really trying to respond to the listeners, what they're asking for. A lot of people are asking about the ghost points. So that's really one that we've been thinking about. And a lot of people have been asking about the five elements. Sure. And as far as the Inspired Action podcast goes, we have some more interviews coming up for you. Uh, Lita's been busy, busy, busy doing her interviews. We have a lot of fun stuff coming. We're hopefully going to have a lot of fun people on the podcast. So we're going to answer those kind of requests as well. So we have that going as well. I don't know. What else? And if you're a regular listener, you can join us on Facebook at the Inspired Action Facebook group, Inspired Action Podcast. So you can ask questions there or send us your walking videos if you want us to see, you know, give you some ideas of what elements are your top elements so you can understand yourself better. And we're always looking for topics for the podcast as well. So throw one out if you have one Mm -hmm. and we'll see if we can do it. And... Oh, please do a review, rate a review on Apple, on Amazon, on Google, wherever you listen. listen, Wherever you Um, listen to the podcast, it is really effective. We've gotten so many reviews lately, and it really has allowed this podcast to be 
found by other listeners out there. We have a huge sort of influx of new listeners right now. So we appreciate anyone yes. who's written a review or rated us. Just keep it coming. We we could use more. So thank you so much. It does make a difference. And we get emails every day from people all over the world that just find the podcast. And, you know, a lot of it is about reviews because we're all into that now, right? Yes. Reviews are the new yeah. testimonials, right? Yeah. So please, 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 if you like any second of this podcast, <laughs> give us a little, uh, share a little love there yeah. and give us a little thing there. So, all right. I all think right. that's on my notes. All right, Jay. So should we get back to our topic for I today? I forgot what it was. It was like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. No, wait, wait, wait. Five <laughs> elements. Yes, the five elements. All right. Okay. So here's a great question to start with. How can we coexist and interact with others in the world? And how are we fundamentally different energetically? Well, there's a better question. There you go. <laughs> a plus for that. Gold star. Ding. First one of the day. And yes, you can be aware of those differences and learn not to simply judge others for being different, but to accept that there's at least fundamental differences. And guess what? That's a beautiful thing. Yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. And how about that for on the fly answer? Yeah, boom. boom. And ultimately, we want you to learn about self-acceptance as well. In the comparison with others who are different, there's this inherent loneliness and isolation we all tend to feel when we realize we're not like everyone else. But again, if you just look at that through the lens of non-judgmentalness about energy, then you can see you're not such a freak after all. Well, you can be a super freak, actually. <laughs> super freak. Super, super freak. Ow. <laughs> so you can be proud to be weird. If you're water, you can rocket water people. Just love that you're a little bit weird, a little bit eclectic, left of center, creative, culturally on the cutting edge sometimes. And admit it, own it, love it, live it. All the elements. That's a perfect example. I'm glad you brought it up. Let's say you're water and you're getting all down on yourself for being a little weird or quirky. Or quirky weird, which is <laughs> Is also fun. <laughs> but hey, weird is awesome when you understand the nature of water. Water just needs to be weird. It needs to be doing its thing and not everyone else's thing. That's just the nature of it. Sure. I love seeing those signs from town to town. I see them like, keep Northampton weird or I think, you know, like keep LA weird and like keep the places weird. Okay, I, I so. would say LA is not weird. That's like the one place we all you, measure ourselves I think against. I think LA How about is San Francisco. Weird. San Francisco, weird. <laughs> yes. Okay. Austin, weird. Uh, Nashville, weird. weird right. Okay. okay. So, you know, that's it's like it keeps things from not being boring. Yes. So the most important thing to understand is your true nature energetically. In other words. When you understand why you are the way you are, you don't need to beat yourself up for the things that you don't comply with in society or with your parents or your partner or your boss or your children. You know, you get the idea what they think you should be like versus who you truly are. So it's like you can forgive yourself for all the things that you think are wrong about you. So in this episode, we're going to review the different types of energy or chi because it's really important to understand chi before we talk about the five elements. Yeah, we're just getting started here. But before we are going to talk about the five elements specifically and how useful they are, 
and how you can actually identify your own element, Lita, for people who really don't know, you can learn the positive parts of the elements and the challenges for each element. And then we have a little bit of homework for you at the end. And I promise it's going to be fun. All right. Well, I mean, if you're super nerdy and into that stuff, yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah. If you're if you're quirky, weird, you'll love yes. it. <laughs> or all the elements, you're going to love it. No, we try to make it a little bit fun, but that's only if you choose to accept the homework. But so that's what's coming. Down the podcast pipe, yeah. I actually feel a new Five Elements series on its there way. There we go, right? Yeah, I think maybe we, the next five episodes might be taking each of the elements individually well, again. We do get a lot of requests for Five Elements Yeah. Stuff. So it sounds like that'll be good We'll do to some motivations. We'll do some yeah. weird, quirky stuff. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. Perfect. All right, let's go. Let's get this going. All right. Let's start by going back to the really basic building blocks of chi, yin and yang. So you only have two blocks when you're a baby? Only one two yin, blocks. one yang. You just play back and forth with them? Hey, a baby doesn't care if it's only two blocks. No. One's <laughs> yin and one's yang. But okay, so most of us generally have the idea that this is a thing called, there's this thing called chi, and which is like our energy, yes. right? But I think many people really don't fully understand yin and yang and what that really means. It took me a long time in the beginning. I be agree. Like, like what, what? I agree. It's actually something that has taken me 20 years right. to grasp. So, I mean, thoroughly grasp. So I don't expect everyone to fully get it. But here's a really simple way to think about it. We say that chi is what animates us, right? It's what turns us on and makes us alive. So chi causes movement and change. But when we say that all that chi has yin and yang aspects, which we hear a lot if you if you know a Chinese medicine practitioner or someone who's studying Chinese medicine philosophies or whatever, but that's when people's eyes cross and they get lost. Yes. But we're going to solve that problem today. Challenge. Because, challenge. Challenge. Jay doesn't like to say problem. She always says challenge. Because it is really easy. There are yin and yang flavors of chi. So I like to think of vanilla versus chocolate ice cream. They're so different. Chocolate is stimulating. It has a bit of caffeine. It gets you more upbeat. And vanilla is more like a hug. It's comforting and blissful. And I guess know, that's all you you know, there's a difference, there's right? The Boom. Difference. Mic drop. That's all we need to talk about. Ice cream, chocolate, <laughs> vanilla, yin, yang, we're done. <laughs> right. Well, I can keep going. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Because ice cream is just the beginning of it, right? Yes, yes. So let's look at some other examples. Yang is everything that goes up and out. So it's very expressive and expansive. And yin is everything that condenses down and goes inward. So, you know, like into a little ball or something like that. I've done that many times. A little ball. <laughs> Curled right? into a little ball. Yeah, I go into my yin, right? Yeah. All right, so often people say that some people are more yin and more yang. Does everyone have an equal amount of yin or yang? How does that move back and forth? How do we know if we're more yin or more yang? How does that work, Lita? Let's explain that to people who don't know. Well... That's perfect because the five element theory is really interesting because there's five elements and there's only two types of chi, yin and yang. So the elements are... Drum roll, please. Okay. Wood, fire, earth, metal, and water are the five elements. And each element is either more yin or more yang. And wood appears to be more yang in the outer world, but has an equal part of yin when wood is quiet and hanging out at home. Now, fire, on the other hand, is double yang, so it's the most outwardly expressive one. 
Earth is the element that is equally yin and yang. Sure, and metal appears to be more yin on the outside into the outer world, but it's more yang on the inside and doesn't show that too much to everyone. Yes. And water is double yin, which is actually very powerful and can be also weird, but very quiet. <laughs> I'm just weird. throwing that weird in again. <laughs> we love the weird. <laughs> and, and you know, you have a great metaphor for yin and yang, which I think would help people. Yes, when we were in Iceland with our teacher, Master Jeffrey Yuen, we were at this giant geyser. And the funny thing is, when there's a bunch of people standing around a geyser waiting for it to blow, it's kind of really quiet for a long period of time. And it builds up and builds up. Yeah, like every seven minutes or so. And then everyone's just kind of looking around and being very quiet. And there's this like bubbling at the base. And that's when the geyser's being very yin. And then it starts to bubble just a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, you know, the water comes spraying out, gushing out, and it's crazy. And it's shooting up out of the ground with such force. And that's the yang energy, up and out. And it's really a great visual to understand how yin and yang energy works. And we have actually a little video of it on our- Of that actual geyser that you're talking about. Yes, on our Inspired Action Podcast. We'll put that in the show notes in case you've never seen a geyser before, Lita. I think people understand, but if you want to see that geyser, (laughs) that particular one, we have it for you. It's on our YouTube channel, Inspired Action Podcast. (laughs) Which is basically just you and I watching the YouTube channel. Yes, right. Isn't that what that means right now? You you and I. I. Um, All right, so let's keep moving along. So all beings on the planet have an energetic type, one of the five elements. We get that, we're on it, we're with you, we got it. And so, you know, there are elements that are more yin and they're quieter than the elements that are more yang and they're more expressive. And Chinese philosophers of ancient times realized that and there are no exceptions, right? That's it. Every being on the planet has an energetic type. Boom. Right. And it's like you can't deny. There's like no, that's it, right? There's no exceptions. No exceptions. No exceptions. And it's like you can't deny that there are four seasons. It'd be ludicrous to say that summer doesn't always follow spring. It always has to follow spring. It's the law. And so the five elements are like that too. It's a law of nature. It's how we move through the world. It's how we talk. It's even the sound of the voice. And even more funny is we all have an energetic smell. No, okay. I know you can't smell in the podcast. It's not one of those kind of podcasts. But and we're not going to get into the smell today. But I've smelt everyone. It's pretty bad. But we could do that podcast in the future. Technology is not there yet. That sounds a bit kinky, Jay. I wouldn't say kinky. I yeah. smell like stinky. Yeah, stinky. <laughs> yes, little. Let's move on. Yes, of course. That's a little gross. I get it. But I'm just saying there's smells. There's so many things that are just part of the five elements. But, you know, the five elements is also so much bigger than just Chinese medicine. It can be really used for every aspect of your life. That's what I'm kind of really interested in. You can go from talking about your work and dealing with your employer or your coworkers or your clients. You can go home. You can uh, apply it to your kids, your spouse, your parents. All of these personal relationships can be, you know, put under that eyesight, that lens of the five elements. It's about how I communicate and interact with other people every day, every day. And the five elements is part of everything around us in the world. It's about understanding how energy flows not only in myself, but in everything around us, including animals, plants, trees, 
the water, the earth, because everything has life and everything has the five elements. So I guess we're kind of five element druggies, aren't we, Jay? The way we talk about it all day long and watch people. Trying to dole it out. No, no, no. But I do say that getting interested in the five elements and really diving in, it can be the gateway drug. So just be warned. It's a little addictive. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. It's a little bit because you're like, oh my gosh. Oh my God, that's so much fun. Oh my God, tell me more about myself. You know, I, I think I innately knew them, but just didn't have the words for, and you will probably listen to that, feel the same way once you start to get into it. Once you start being the watcher and observing the world and yourself and how people were so different from each other energetically. You know, once I learned the five elements, and I'm learning, still learning every day, we all are, right? That that was really, really helpful. Like sometimes people have reactions. You meet someone, you start talking to them right away, we maybe have a reaction. It's either positive or negative or maybe neutral. Energetically, I'm speaking here. And that can be energy at work before you even speak the first word to each other. Once you start to see this energy in your life, working in your life, you're just going to be blown away because it completely changes how you walk through your own life. Yes. And even in your love life, your lover, your spouse, you know, the people closest to you, the ones that you truly love. Why do you pick the people that you pick? It's energetics. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you know, how do you does, get does along it work with that? better if you whisper that? Yes, it's energetics. <laughs> There's the answer to the queen. We actually wrote a book about that uh, called The Energy of Love, which is a, a short read. It's a fun read. It's a it's a really cool, interesting way to look at it when, it, when you talk about relationships. And if you really want to understand your spouse and your partner and your wife and husband, and go ahead. And future lover. Future lovers, if, for example. Yes. Go ahead, grab it, take it, read it. It's all yours. Yeah. And in many ways, it's not just about romantic love. It applies to parents and children. It's an easy read. We loved writing it. It took us about a year or two to write. And we just really had a good time doing it. We also sometimes work with businesses who find the five elements fascinating and are great tools for team development, sales training, just like... I don't know, co-mingling. Co-mingling. Is that a word? Ooh. At work? Is that appropriate for work I to co-mingle? I don't think that's appropriate what's anywhere the, for what's, work. What's the pro appropriate word for work? The appropriate word for work would be... Um, Co-workers? Uh, Boring. Perhaps a social life at work. So, no. <laughs> Nobody has a social I'm going with co-mingling. Well, the, I'm going with okay. the co-mingling. All right. The possibilities are endless. All kinds of relationships happen on the business level. And we've also worked a few times with educational. We could, we should do more on that because five elements really apply there a lot. Yes, especially with administrations on educational institutions. They want to co-mingle too. Yeah, they, they definitely do. I'm telling you, that's my word of the day, co-mingle. So we also wrote another book called Connecting Your Circle, which is a short primer on the five elements and is free on the Alchemy Learning Center website. So it's more about your personal relationship with yourself and how you can learn to be all five elements in yourself, which yes. is a really uh, a high-level thing to do in, in alchemy is to connect your circle. Yeah, so that is free on a download. You could also buy it on Amazon yes. or wherever you buy books if you want, but, you know, it's on alchemylearningcenter.com. And it's about understanding how your energy moves and flows and commingles and how sometimes <laughs> it gets blocked. How does the energy move through you, and how do you move through the world energetically? Like that? Yes. Energetically. I like that. Okay, so if we dive in, you know, let's just look at the history of the five elements. You know, going back long ago, 
we really don't know how this theory started. In fact, there are books that are two or 3,000 years old that reference older times when the five elements were already established. So this is something that is part of Chinese culture, Chinese philosophy, and many other Asian cultures as well. Korea, Japan, Vietnam, India, even all of them have this very strong basis in the five elements. And you can see that in feng shui and all so many, many, many other kind of aspects, even like martial arts. Yes, and uh, astrology. Yes. So what makes us all so different from each other is that everyone has all five elements, but they're just in a different order. And every elemental type has gifts or advantages, and each has disadvantages or drawbacks or what I like to call challenges. Because Jay doesn't like to use the word problem. No, challenges, right? <laughs> because problems sound difficult to solve. Challenges are something we just need to overcome, move past, get around. And I mean, that's a little woody, but it's everyone. Everyone and, has wood somewhere. And it's hopeful to think you're going to overcome a challenge. Yes, and it usually is way, way, way less than you think. Yes. So we have these gifts, and we have our challenges, and these are unavoidable. But we can also evolve beyond our elemental natures. And that's why we wrote that Connecting Your Circle book. How can you be the best you can be by embracing all the five element energies within yourself? Yeah, the sages of old, the old sages believed if you could learn how to manifest all five energies, you would become a master. You That would be Connecting Your Circle. And that's what that book is about. So you got to listen to the old sages. Yes. The wise old sages. Yes. As we go through these elemental qualities, think about which ones come more natural to you. If it sounds like we're speaking a foreign language when we're talking about one of them, then that's probably not an element you have in your top three. In fact, it's almost just as important to know which are your last two elements because those are the ones you're not going to really have... You know, you're going to have trouble understanding in the world, but you're not you're not necessarily going to be engaging in either. So if you meet someone who's, you know, one of those two, you know, you might not be able to communicate much at all. It's just energetically difficult for you. And you might both speak the same language literally, but you don't speak the same energetic language. Yeah. And if you're with someone who you're in constant conflict with, it could be a boss, a parent, a sibling, a spouse, your neighbors. Let's face it. There's a ton of people out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're everywhere. So they want you to feel a certain way or behave a certain way. They want you to act maybe differently than who you truly are. And how many people grew up with parents who were different than they were? There's so many examples I see every day in my practice, people who were never validated, who were always told, I don't know, sit still or get going or speak up or, you know, you talk too much or stop being so silly, be more serious or stop being so serious. I mean, it goes on and on. I mean, parents, teachers, you know, neighbor, you name it. If, if they were telling you all through your childhood who you should not be, you can't be yourself. How can that be? It takes a toll after a while, energetically, psychologically. We can go on with that too. I mean, if you're blessed that had parents and a surrounding group of people who did the opposite, and there are some out there, but it's not as common, who actually, you know, grew up feeling like there was absolutely nothing wrong with them, that they actually were perfect just they, the way they are. Yeah, they were validated 
Yeah, that there's nothing wrong Why with them. Why is that the one that's not so common? Right. It's sad. But this is about your energetic, true nature, your authentic self. So many people are trying to make themselves comply with social norms and forget who they are truly who they really are. Sure, you might not have people who get you, but then you might not even get yourself because you don't know who you truly are. We don't want to have to hide our true selves or be someone we're not. In fact, we just want to connect with ourselves. We want to be authentic. That's another word we say a lot, authentic. That's it. That's it. Okay, so let's begin with the wood element. Of course. Yes, Jay, since you know the element so well, why don't you go ahead and share wood, the positives of wood? Wow, I think you should do wood, but all right, you want me to do? You do wood. Okay, so. You do wood. I'll do You can chime else. in. That's How's right. that sound? Which is a wood thing to do. Right. Wood is assertive in a positive way. We need people in the world who are willing to take initiative to make change, to make the world a better place. That's the, the wood way. That's the wood That's the way. wood nature. That's it's, me chiming in. Yes. It's, it's always leaving that campsite better than when you found it. That's the kind of thing. It's, it's, Did you say campsite? <laughs> no, you know when you were a kid and you went camping? Yes, because we do that all the time. <laughs> and you were told, make sure you leave it better than you found yes, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. A well, campsite reference. Okay, yes. I'm going to let you go with that. Well. But for Woods, it's not the campsite. It's the whole world that they're trying to leave better. They're driven to make this world better than when they found it. Especially if you're camping. Yes. <laughs> okay, I get that. <laughs> so that means we have to be willing to break through obstacles because there are always going to be obstacles. But these are, like we said earlier, not problems, just challenges. And Wood loves a good challenge. Tackling challenges, it's kind of the whole reason, the raison d'etre for living. We actually go from challenge to challenge in life. And ideally, most wood people are naturally positive. They have a positive outlook. They always have great ideas. They love to start new projects. And they're perpetually, it's like they're in dawn of every new day, all the time. And if a wood person doesn't have a new project on the horizon... There's something really wrong with them. Super wrong with them. They're yeah. probably bored. Yes. But that's just another, that's another whole topic. And, you know, and one of the things about wood that's important is they like to be like a champion for those around who maybe are like, you know, weaker or can't stand up for themselves. They love to stand up for animals, children, elderly people. They just love to step into that role very easily, usually. Yeah, and the drawback or challenge for Woods can be impatience. What? What? I couldn't wait for that. What? <laughs> what was that? I couldn't wait for that sentence. Impatience. Yes, yes, yes. They, you have to say that every single time. Sorry. Every time. Sorry. Every single time. Yes, sorry. See, water, it's not just you. We're on the wood now, right? Yes. Impatient. <laughs> and woods hate bureaucracy because that's not a new project. That's boring and they get very impatient. And that's like an old project being done over and over and over again. And they just get frustrated with and especially, like, hate to say it, but if if they see incompetence, um, because they're super competent, usually, then, then they'll usually. get yes, usually, then they'll get frustrated. 
I mean, so, they, I mean, we, I mean, they are also super sensitive to their surroundings and can be really disturbed by a lot of noise or messiness or chaos. They sometimes, especially at home or in their own little sanctuary, they like things that are peaceful. Yeah, the environment is yeah. so important. What's the environment? Think about a tree or think about a houseplant. We know that a houseplant has to have a good environment. Like if you put it you have to, to have a relationship with that house plant. Yes. Because right? you're commingling with them. Because you're commingling. Yes. That's really <laughs> energetically. Important. But even just like if you put it too close to the furnace or the heater, you know, the radiator, or if you put it too close to a cold window, I mean, both of those things, that's environmental and it's going to really affect the plant. So it's like that. Think of them as little sprouts in the world. Making mental notes not to leave Lita in charge of the plants. <laughs> okay. We don't want to put them too close to the fire or too close to the cold window. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a nice relationship with them. But yes, we're jo- we're joking a little bit. But yeah, the environment, peaceful. Yes. And because they often have jobs that are maybe very big and chaotic yes. and always making decisions. So at home, very peaceful. Yes. And remember what we said, they're yin on the inside. That's the peacefulness. That's how the environment at home needs to be very serene. Because out in the world, they're very young and big, and they can do a lot of things with a lot of people. So at home, the peaceful environment is key. Yeah. And so a lot of times I feel that, because uh, I'm wood, if you didn't know, ding, 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 that people don't really understand that I have that quiet side. They expect that I'm vague and loud and, right. what? Vague and loud? No, not vague and loud at home but, yes. or quiet in my own little circle. Yes. All right. So I think that's enough wood. Okay. Let's move on wood, to fire. Wood, wood talking there. Yeah, let's Not trash on. talking, wood talking. <laughs> let's move on to fire. Fire. So, J.D., hmm. you want to take this one since you took, uh, uh, since I took wood, you could take fire Sure, for me? I will do this. I'm, I'm fire second, so I can do too. <laughs> um, so, fire naturally has a positive outlook on life. They want to be happy. They want to be pleasing. They want to please they're excited. They're passionate about many, many different things. They love people. They not only want to please, we call them the people pleasers, especially if it gets over to on the other side, but they love to connect and they really, really want to connect heart to heart. They love to have a heart and heart discussion or a conversation or they just love that really deep heart to heart connection because, you know, you literally can connect your hearts there and have a deeper, deeper understanding. And on the challenging side, they're easily hurt. They're also so focused on their own emotions. They can be like self-centered with, you know, with that desire to please. So they please others really so they can please themselves because that's what makes them happy when they please others. Yeah. And you don't want it to get it onto the pathological of please, 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 always trying to please. Yeah. And so that's the slippery slope of fire. So it's really about being liked and loved. And there's a vulnerability to that, to that aspect of fire, because you have to put yourself out there. They want to be vulnerable because that creates more heart-to-heart connections. But of course, being vulnerable with someone or many people leaves you open to be hurt. It's a conundrum. How can you know when to take the risk to be vulnerable? I mean, that is the big fire question, right? Even if you're camping, you need to like... Connect with people heart to heart. And when you're co-mingling as well. In the woods when you're camping, yes. So that is the big thing with the fire. They just love people. They love happy. They're the people that, you know, the fire people are like the party people, the ones who have parties and social and happy. Honestly. Dancing and 
The you know, commingers. They, they are the commingers, right? With uh, some half, with a nice beat and some party party food. They are the co commingling party people. There you go. So let's move on to Earth. Moving on to Earth. So the positives are Earth is giving, caring, thoughtful, mindful. They love to plan ahead and they think about details, like you know the details. It, of everyone in a very nice way. Yes, usually. Yes. Usually. Not always, but usually. And they're the problem solvers. They're very analytical. Now, because they can be that way, they can also be a little like like slow in terms of coming to decisions, maybe even a little stubborn. And they have a tendency to take on too much for the sake of all the people they I love around I would say around. that's very common. That's very common. And that can create resentment in the long run with them. And, you know, with the people close to them, they might resent those family members even. It's like being super, super nice to everyone in the community and not so nice at home sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's a little frustrating for them because they want to be nice all the time. Yeah. They don't want to be that itchy Itchy. Kind of per- itchy yes. at home, right? That very itchy you know, person. Right. But they want <laughs> to be the sweet, kind, loving when they're out in the community. So yes. it's a definitely, I'll use that conundrum word again there, yes. right? Yes. So uh, and also on Earth, they could be positive or negative. They're truly good listeners. They love to understand others. And they want to be understood. Yes. That's, they, I think, understand others, they want to be understood. Yeah, the worst thing for Earth, whether you have it first, second, or third, is that feeling of when you feel misunderstood. That's really rough. Yeah, that'll take them down. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. let's move on to metal. So for metal, which is an amazing, interesting element, the positives are respectfulness. They're very observant. They're organized. They're integrous. A lot of integrity. And I also like to think they're, they have a very cool factor. Yep, yeah, they definitely are the coolest element. And, you know, think about sex, drugs, rock and roll. They are the kings and queens of coolness, and they just kind of do it in their own style. We all have metal people in our lives, and it's just something about them that's kind of cool. And then the drawbacks or challenges are being so reserved that they can look like they're holding back. And they can even look judgmental. Actually, the judge in a courtroom is often the metal element role. Yeah, and I think also sometimes, just on a little quick note, when they're holding back, it sometimes looks like they're not interested, they don't care, they're not engaged. But they really are paying attention. Yeah, and they also really dislike crowds. And they can also feel entitled, which can make them be kind of bitter and angry when they feel overlooked. In other words, they can hold a lot of negative energy on the inside and a grudge. And then most of the time, you know, they do feel respective and they don't get a grudge and they don't have all those negative feelings. But sometimes that can happen. Yeah. And then, you know, they just want to get respect and they don't. I think if you have a metal person in your life or you are metal, try not to let things fester too long. Yes. Like, you know, don't let it. You got to kind of find a way to get it out. Yes. Right. Yes. You got to just kind of work it through and maybe speak up. And, you know, a lot of artists are metal. Yes. So they, if that comes out, their expressions come out through that. So yeah. I like that as well. So. Yeah. And then water. Water, water, water. Water, Which is spontaneous, imaginative, and silly. It's also courageous. And waters are really good in an emergency situation. Yeah, you really want a water person around when there's an accident or something that's like needs to get done right away because they're inherently, they just know what to do to help people. They act fast. They're spontaneous. Boom. On the challenging side, 
they can be fearful sometimes. You know, even a, a courageous person, you know, like when they're doing some amazing thing in an emergency situation. Like an EMT or a firefighter, police officer. Yeah. They might be feeling a lot of fear because if you have courage, then you are acknowledging that it's scary. And so it is scary. And But the thing is on the challenging side to not let that fear stop you from doing what you need to do. Right. So, and remember, they like to do a lot of training and they like to take a lot of classes. So they are ready. Yeah. And they just take that leap and do it. They also put out so much intense energy in the world that when they get home, they want to be that couch potato. They want to play the video games or watch TV and just hang out. And that's not them being lazy. No. That's them decompressing. Yeah, it's the natural. All that energy. Right, right. A lot of waters who don't know their water don't understand that it's totally okay that you go home and rest. You yeah. need to do that. That's why you're double yin. And so being double yin, that also means you might be too patient. It's kind of the opposite of the wood impatience. You know, it's it's like they can sometimes wait too long. Like they might stay in a job they really hate for years, a very long time, just waiting for the opportunity to come along and like kind of save them. It's also relationships, old cars, you know, like only a lot of different things. They stay too long yeah. with it. They just don't know when the move is right to make. Right. And, you know, that's very judgmental because too long, who's to say that it's too right. long? They might think it's perfect timing. The question is, is it perfect timing for them right. or did they wait too long? And what we see is that they know they should have made the change and they didn't out of fear. Right. Or no trust. Right. Right. So I think with water, they want to matter. They really want to make a difference in the world. They're That's make, incredibly they're, important. They're going down the mountain. The water's coming down the mountain. They, have to, they want to go their own way. Yeah. And sometimes they go too many different ways and they get a little diluted. Sometimes they slow down to a nice little stream trickle. Diluted, not diluted, That's right? right. Let's go <laughs> diluted, right? Diluted. So they go down there and they're just so then they could get into a little stream and then they might form a little pond. And then the challenges come when they start to get a little stagnant and they're not moving down that mountain anymore. Yeah. And they know they have to get down that mountain. And then they might freeze yeah. And then they have frozen water, and that's when they wait too long Yes, to make their decisions in the world. Yep. So that's water. So the five elements, you know, the first thing you want to do is obviously figure out which one you are. And we're going to help you with that. So you want to learn to embrace who you truly, truly are. And this will become easier and easier as you learn more and more about your elements. And you'll start to see it around yourself as well. Yeah. And your elemental energy influences so much in your life. How you love, what kind of career you pursue or should pursue, you know, and Sometimes you're in the wrong career based on your elemental energy. Well, even. remember, no good, no bad, only yeah. good. So again, you don't want to be too judgmental. But if you're not happy yeah. and you're not being your true self, that's when you're in the wrong career, yeah. the wrong relationship, the wrong car, the wrong clothes, the wrong everything. Yeah. And the wrong geographic location, like everything. And it can influence all of the nine palaces. We call it the nine palaces, which, you know, you can, you know, again, we're, we'll probably revisit that topic too, Jay. But one of them is wealth, like how you manage money, yes. how you spend your free time, what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of people you have relationships. Relationship is another one of the nine palaces. Even what kind of music you listen to. Even what kind of video games you play. Yes. Right? What do you do for play? What do people need to play? That's another thing that I see a lot that gets, I'm going to use it, evaporated 
is when they don't do them being themselves, they don't have fun. They're yeah. not playing. So the question is, are you being your true self or are you being inauthentic? Are you doing what society and your parents want you to do? Or are you really doing what you want to do? And I'm just going to go back to that really quick about the play. It's not just water. Yeah. All of the elements, when they're not being themselves, they don't play anymore. Yeah. They're not having fun. Yeah. And then sometimes they don't even realize it. Yeah. Like they'll be like, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't even know what fun is anymore. I don't right. even know. And that don't even get me started about what is happiness. That's just a lot. We could do so many different topics on this. You just want to keep kind of going deeper and deeper. And like we said, it's a gateway. Yes. Uh, it's a gateway. Not a gateway drug. Just um, a gateway. Just a gateway. I don't <laughs> want to say it's a gateway drug, but kind of. It's a little <laughs> addictive because you start to really see yourself and then maybe even like yourself or remember that old part of yourself that you liked. And then you can start to make changes that make yourself happy. That's really what this is about. Okay. And so happy, 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 happy time for homework. The first step is being the watcher in your own life. So start to look at yourself. Then the second step, this is really what I want you to think about, is look at the people around you. What is your circle? What is your home circle? What is your neighborhood circle? What is your work circle? Who are the people that you're surrounding yourself? And I want you to think about it. Or, or ask yourself, is this more yin or more yang? Are they more yin or are they more yang? Are they really loud people or are they quiet people? Are they conversational people or are they just reflective people? Let's start simple. Yang is outward, expressive. Yin is inward and quieter. What are you surrounding yourself with? Are you comfortable with that? Yeah. And sometimes water and fire people, just, just to, if we're talking about yin and yang, can be a little tricky because waters are the most yin, but they're also intense because all that yin starts to create a power. So when they're being intense, you might think they're yang. But it's really the power of that yin building and escaping like the geyser. Watch the video. <laughs> and sometimes fire people... As, as expressive as they are out in the world, they're really shy. But that's just because they don't know the people well around them. Once they're in a safe place, they'll become chatterboxes Sure, again. they're like upbeat and happy. So again, write it down, make a list, start to... And so you'd be like, I get along really good with these people. I don't get along. I have a lot of challenges with these people. Like see what you have in your life and yeah. where there may be some, some friction, some conflict. Yeah. Especially when those co-minglers. <laughs> those co-minglers. Right. And, so, and I have a little bit of extra credit. If you go to the Alchemy Learning Center, check out the Connecting Your Circle book, which is free. Take the download. There's a little quiz in the book. It's not as in good or as intense as the one for, that's in the class. You can then take the class, Understanding the Five Elements, which has a little bit better online quiz. And because you've actually listened this far into the episode, you must be interested it's almost an hour here. We will give you an amazing coupon for that class, Understanding Five Elements. What coupon code? I don't know. Um, how about 50% off? Half. We've never done that. Oh, yes. And uh, what's the coupon code? Uh, Co-Mingle 50. Because Co I'm just making 50. it up as I go here. <laughs> okay. Co-Mingle 50. We'll go make a code right now. So before you hear this, it'll already be done. You get 50% off. Get the free book. Keep coming in to the understanding of yourself. Yes. Understanding of yourself. And then those around you. And see where things fall. And just remember, when you take any online quiz, ours or anyone else's for the five elements, that is not the be-all, end-all. You'll often come close to the top three elements, but it may not be accurate because it's about energy, not about your personality. So I like to say, just take the 
top three and go with that. Don't try to figure out yet which one's first, second, or third, but just start honing in on those three based on Try the them quiz. on. Try them try on. Try them on. And if you're really still struggling, we have a couple things for you to do. You can go to the Alchemy Learning Center and we have a discussion group, uh, which is called Walking Videos. And you can upload your walking videos there. We will watch you walk and help you start to hone in on that. Or you can have a session virtually with me or Jay, and we'll go over everything with you and we'll walk it through and we'll but talk about But there's a lot them. of free resources. Take yes. advantage of them. And yes. there's people that are in our groups that love to talk about the five elements. We're probably going to have a yeah. study group on this as well. Yeah. It'll dive deeper. But there's a lot of resources that we've created. We just want you to keep getting interested in, guess what, Lita? Yourself. Yes. Get interested in yourself. Yes. You know, self-cultivation is selfish, yes. but in a good way. Yes. This is part of your self-cultivation. Yes. All right. Well, we hope you understand the five elements a little bit better after this podcast. You know, hopefully it will help you. And we have also a Facebook group called the Inspired Action Podcast, where we are talking about these things all the time. So you can go to that or like yes. I said, some of the discussion. Which groups, is also free. Yeah. And or some of the discussion groups on the Alchemy Learning Center. So we hope to see you there. Yay. And we might see you co-mingling in the campground. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. Have a great day. And we will see you in 2024, the year of the wood dragon. Yay. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. And you've reached the end. Woohoo. Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog. <laughs>